Edith and Nina and the Andrew and Andy shows on today. Uh, we got Al. Yeah, nice to see everybody. Uh, anybody new, Mike? Uh, Robert, are you new? Robert E. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I'm new. Welcome. Welcome, Robert. I Thank don't you. See you. Hold on. All right. Hi there. Yeah, his poor is really swollen. Oh, I'll go ahead and mute all. And he's limping. And Paul, unmute yourself. You got St. Francis looking down. Hey, everyone. Uh, another Wednesday night. Nothing new in non-duality. No breaking news. No sudden revelation. Uh, yeah. Well, if someone, if Robert is sort of new, Let's just start with the word non and duality. So not to. So obviously the emphasis is sort of on a negation, not an affirmation, just basically with the title. Yeah, you don't, uh, you know, you're not gonna find a shoe in a non-shoe store. Yes, that's the point, yeah. So this is the beauty of it is uh, it's not an experience, though it influences experiences. You can't have it, but you can't lose it, which is awesome. Uh, it's the remedy for all failed escapes because it's the wisdom of no escape. So, uh, you realize why you couldn't get out is because you weren't in. It's that simple. Yeah. And why you can't get in is because you're not out. Yeah. So like the idea of the sitting in the presence for a few minutes, how the head uses that to really validate 23 hours and 55 minutes not being in the presence. And the thing is, there's no one to be in the presence, obviously. In the presence, there's a there's an appearance of things. But no thing in a sense, is in the presence. Yeah. So the important for me, it was important to recognize that I was pointed in a certain way uh, that exasperated the situation. It didn't, it wasn't going to fix it because in fact, there's nothing broken, but it was going to exasperate it because I was not knowing it, using what I am to look for what I am. Happened here. There you go, scared the cat. Uh, yeah, so I was looking for what I am with what I am or as what I am. Don't you see the conundrum there? 
And if you realize all the running around isn't getting you anywhere, how about seeing if there could be a stop? I'm not saying you're going to stop, but there'll be a stop. And when a lot of the stuff that is just taken to be signs of you stops, and yet there's something that continues, or there's a nothing that continues, I feel like that's has more impact than a lot of books, you know? Just, just a, it's sort of like, uh, it turns into a sense feltness instead of an intellectual grasping or a trying to understand with the hopes of getting an advantage out of it. Yeah. This is just, you reach a point of futility and that's a beautiful point because that's where the interest is lost in the, in, in the wanting to be liberated and you get freed from the need to be liberated. Yeah. That's exactly, that's the liberation, really. You're freed from the need to be liberated. Yeah. Not that there isn't something that needs to be liberated. You see that you're not that. Yeah. And so therefore, there's not that trying to lose interest in that. There's a loss of interest in that. Yeah. And then what? Find out. Yeah. You won't be like your, your camera won't be like glued to the turret you'll be able to move. Yeah, you'll be able to, you'll be able to respond to what's happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's sort of like crazy glued on the tripod. So for you to change, you got to move the whole fucking tripod. Yeah, you got to go to a controlled event called the retreat and get everything. <laughs> it can't be, there's no moving. <laughs> And especially when you say you are what you're looking for, then it tries to, it can't move the tripod. <laughs> it, can't, it takes, uh, pick it up, call up a retreat center, get it. Uh, okay, now I'm going to see what's looking. <laughs> so it, you see that. Yeah, you see what's not looking. <laughs> that says it is, yeah? And obviously there's going to be a movement on the domino board. One domino usually triggers a dropping of a lot of other dominoes. And then uh, when all said and done, you get a sort of a, a momentum of traveling lighter, yeah? And in a sense... Uh, being in this experiential ride, I mean, I think it's the, what more do you want, really? Yeah, because you're not going to get off the ride if you're the ride. Yeah, you can't, you can't, the car can't get out of the car. Yeah. There's got to be a recognition that you're not the car. And then the possibility is that you've never been the car. So there's no need to get out of the car. Yeah. Because, yeah, so on and so forth. That's not a good example because you are in a car and then you get out of a car. So just scrape that. So yeah, this is just a simple message. It's worked, it's working. Yeah, I entertained it a while ago and it just became uh, the last answer, really. And in this place, there's a lot of value in the last answer because it puts the rest the driving for all these other answers. Yes. 
you're freed from that. And, uh, you know, I've been home. I've been at the same address. I thought I would get a bulletin if there was more coming, but I haven't received anything in years. And basically, I've come to the conclusion, that's that. <laughs> what do you do the, with the rope when all the knots are untied? We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, if you haven't heard this stuff, obviously duality is is what gets negated, and uh, we're not the one that's looking through the microscope at duality. We're we're in the duality. What we are not is in the duality. It's of the duality, and you'll be looking at that. Yeah, it's not you looking at duality. You are an expression of duality. So we look at that. And let's say if you've been living under a, a, an assumption that all thoughts have been yours, and suddenly there's a break, and you see that they're thoughts, I bet you you're going to travel a lot lighter with thoughts than your thoughts. Yeah. And then knowing everything, whatever happens through you, is you as the doer, it's always stamped as that. Maybe if that ink, that stamps would would uh, fade quicker, yeah, there'd be a lot of relief from being the doer of things. And maybe there wouldn't be so much, there wouldn't be silos of, of past guilt and shame stored to fall on you at any moment. Any moment when there's a reaching to the light, there's the avalanche of of ownership, of doership, yeah? Maybe that would lighten up. Maybe feelings uh, wouldn't be uh, determined as facts before the feeling, yes? Maybe you would just be open to see feelings and see that, man, a lot of times I may be excited, but my head says it's anxiety, yeah? So that's sort of weird, eh? So this start happening, and then you have the eyes to see, Blue is blue and red is red. Uh, I mean, I'm confused about where my keys are every day, but I'm not confused about... <laughs> I don't spend a second looking for what I'm not. I mean, I'm never looking for what I am, I mean, never. Yeah, so I know where those keys are. <laughs> I can live with losing keys. <laughs> They inevitably, I never lose them really. I just, just forgot where they are. Yeah. In this case, there's no losing of that. Yeah. Because it's not that I've acquired it, I am it. Yeah. It's a pretty absolute. Like the Course in Miracles says, a pretty absolute thing as a description of what we're actually being here, which is we're giving everything all the meaning it has. Yeah, so that's an incredible sentence because it has everything in it and all in it in one sentence. And and it's a, that everything and all is pointing at an activity called, let's say, Pauling. Yeah, so you and I are giving everything all the meaning it has. Now, that's not something to be believed. It's something to observe, to check it out. Yeah, and to see that 
wow, one of the most initial points of that is when something gets preceded by my, yeah? When a thought is preceded by my thought, it changes the meanings of the thoughts. When a problem is preceded by my, my problem, it totally, totally uh, causes a myopicness concerning that situation. Yeah, feelings, my feelings, acting, actions, my actions. I mean, you don't need many more other examples. You don't even have to leave your couch. Just see that. Yeah. <laughs> like what's giving the meaning? It's not you. It's the head. But there's a meaning being given to thoughts because someone can have a thought and they can describe it to me and they're totally flipped out and it's not contagious. I don't, you know, get sick by it. But the same thought held in my head as mine, it could ruin the day. Yeah. What's going on there? Isn't that a demonstration of some incredible power? So like some people have raised people from the dead, supposedly. Yeah. But we make shit out of nothing. That's even that's a, a much more muscular miracle than raising someone who was once alive. We're making shit out of nothing. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Thoughts can't do that. What we are can through the facilitation of thoughts, but the engine is the my, yeah? The ownership of being the thinker, which is a thought in and of itself. It's a strange thought because it says it's the thinker of all the other thoughts, but it's a thought, <laughs> it is. So you wanna look, oh, I give everything all the meaning. You don't have to look at everything in all, just look at what happens when a girlfriend is now preceded by my girlfriend, you may be up on stalking charges. You know, you may think you have the right to go over a house at three in the morning because she is my girlfriend now. You don't see it there. Sometimes it's best to look at the microscopic or the minuscule and then have it play out to the, the massive. Instead of trying to figure everything out with the massive, giving, uh, giving uh, a green light to the real, the real the event of duality, which is right where we're sitting. Yes? Problem, my problem. Problem is the object, we're the subject. What is that? Duality. What does non-duality negate? That, yeah? It doesn't negate that, actually. It negates what it's used to imply. It negates the imaginary you that now is the one that's doing it all. That's what it negates. It uses the duality to bring you to a point of seeing that there isn't any. Yeah? So you go to basically get to zero, you go through the two. And then when you see you're not the two, you find out that you've always been on zero, yes? But the two isn't gonna be squeezed into a one. The two is negated and then there's zero. And then there you are, yeah? Then you have the Zen mind of I don't know. Yeah. Then you can see because you're not so busy looking, yeah? And then, that myopic view, 
which dreams of having a panoramic experience, is seen from the panoramic. Yeah. The myopic is never gonna get the panoramic. It's gonna translate it into myopic. Yeah, that's what systems do. Systems, when they're brought into contact with things, sort of like the blob, they just sort of fit the thing to its system. It doesn't fit itself around the new information. It takes the new information and puts it around the old information. Yeah. So self is not going to get out of self. Self-knowledge avails us nothing, but knowledge of self is valuable. Yeah. So when you can see that sense of being a one, when there's a feeling of connectedness and a feeling of disconnectedness, there's not two different people implied to be feeling, one feeling disconnected, one feeling connected. There's an implying of a one person who's feeling those, those two things, yes? Now those two things are used to imply the one. So now we use the two things and we see the implying of the one and now the non-duality understanding is, and I'm not that, yeah? Instead of the duality understanding is, this and that definitely, definitely implies me, yeah? There's now a shift or a different understanding and you're sitting in the same theater watching the same stuff, but now this time the stuff's reaction isn't, oh, I'm disconnected. This, this, the reaction now from the audience is you see the I as being just as bogus as the idea of connected and disconnected. You see the I, yeah? Instead of having that I imagined and constantly pointed at, you now see there's nothing there. So the understanding of non-duality is like a new kind of pair of glasses so that you can see the exact same stuff, but in a different way. And let's see where it brings you. Not you, but let's see where it brings mine. Yeah. Maybe there'll be freedom from the bondage of self. Instead of trying to have freedom from self as self, you'll be free from that bondage. This is the point. Non-duality corrected some bad vision. Yeah. I heard some understandings. I heard some principles. Now, when I watched what was going on, it didn't go to the, where it always went. I saw where it went wasn't me. Yeah. I saw it as a manufactured me. Yeah. So instead of me trying to get connected when it felt disconnected and, and disconnected when it felt connected, I saw I wasn't that. And what happens? There's a loose, a loss of interest in the connected and disconnected. Yeah. There's a loss of interest. And that interest now enriches your day instead of enslaving your day. Instead of a mental here, you're living from a here, yeah? Which you've always been living from. But see, the mental here came later, but it was presupposed to be before. It took the place of the here. And therefore, in addiction, I wanted to get out of here. But the here was the salvation. It was the mental here I was attempting to get out of, yeah? 
and I would pay whatever consequence there was to get a, a, a momentary relief from that mental here. All the while, the solution was readily available at all times. It had nothing to do with it closing its doors. I didn't, I could not imagine them being open, really. Yeah? So this message is simple. Non-duality. Yeah? There's no advances. There's no advanced stages. It says, see what you're not, and then see, and you'll see what happens. Yeah, And maybe you'll travel lighter to the point you won't be checking in on yourself every five minutes to see your condition <laughs> because you realize that's not your condition, actually. Your condition is unconditional. Yeah. There's body conditions, mental, emotional, yes. But the idea of checking in on them as, be, as being examples of long-lasting, independent separateness is completely bogus. Yeah? So we're not changing what's going on, just the way of reading it. That's all. And when I came, you know, I, whatever happened, happened. Then I ended up in satsang, and basically, that's it. Either hearing it or having it come through, that's all I do. Yeah? I've seen the pointlessness of using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah? Do you? Do you see it? Do you see the immediacy of what's looking is what you're looking for? There's no second to get prepared. There's no, like, take a deep breath. You're before that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's snuck up on you so quickly, it's already here. <laughs> That's why we're missing it, because we have an argument. We think we're here. Yeah. And from the we that we think is here, it's not a very inclusive, it's a very exclusive. It likes to exclude a lot of other possibilities to make it seem like it's the only possibility. Yeah. When you see what you are, or you start seeing from what you are, uh, there's no vanquishing or killing what you're not. There's just a recognizing of its size and its proportion, like in the Zoom. It just shrinks down to a little square instead of being the whole, every little square implying you're the big square. <laughs> no, it doesn't do that. It, the head tries to, but now it's, it's, it's destined to be in the little square while life is happening in all these other squares, yes? <laughs> It's talking, but it's been muted, usually. <laughs> we don't recognize its false hand going up. So it never gets called on. <laughs> and no one stays around to talk with it. <laughs> we caught it in the Zoom net. <laughs> we, we finally caught what's not happening, and we... <laughs> We've captured it in one square, one square. Don't unmute it. Don't, don't, don't 
Call it fake hand. <laughs> it would just be my, 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 this is working, so I hope. Uh, I hope this can be at least the one light, no thing in your life. Yes. That's readily available at all times. And whatever requirements think you think you need to meet, they'll succeed by you trying to fulfill them. Yes. Because they'll fail. And you'll recognize like the old story with heaven's door. I could have went in at the first knock, but because God was just telling the truth, Paul can't come in. I sided with the idea of Paul. So I felt like I was excommunicated. Yes. What did I do? But no, finally, finally, I went to that door, heaven's door, knock. God opened it, said, hey, I said, can I come in? He said, Paul can't come in like it always did. And I walked right by because I finally realized I'm not Paul. Yeah, simple as that. I feel we've all realized it. We're, we are that. We're just putting up a fight, so to speak. Yes. Your head is in the tiger's mouth. Yeah. You might as well go. Why don't you just go swim? Do a backstroke through the intestines. You know, just, just go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, here I am. Happy to be here. Yes. Unhappy to be here, but always being here. <laughs> you can't get around that. <laughs> All right. Well, anyone have anything they like to say? I love that image of asking anybody if they want to raise their hand and then leaving, leaving them on mute. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Craig May has volunteered. <laughs> hey there, how's it going? Good, I just good. want to share. Um, the other day, I was uh, a few months back, actually. I was just walking down the, um, to the village down here, close to where I live, to get some groceries and things. I was passing through a quiet neighborhood. I was about to cross the street. And someone grabbed me by the shoulder from behind. I looked behind and it's, there was this girl there, a beautiful, beautiful looking young girl. She would have been in her mid twenties, something like that. And she, her face was alight with recognition, like she knew me. She, was, she seemed so happy <laughs> to see me. And I had no, no fucking idea who she was. It just, um, it threw me completely, but she was so pleasant. She was so happy. She was so curious to know about things. I, I, could, I can't remember a fucking word she said, not a word she said. I was so taken back by it. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, I've got to know this person. But I was looking at her and I had no idea who she was. Not an idea. And it was starting to freak me out. 
So in the end, she, um, I said to her, do I know you? And sort of turned away and walked off. I was completely puzzled by it, completely thrown by it. And I walked away confused and puzzled. And then uh, about a couple of days ago, I was walking home um, from the market with a bag full of groceries again. And then she appeared. She just came out of nowhere, right in front of me. Same thing, her face was just a light, just a light with recognition. Her eyes were just radiant. She was, and she was beautiful. She, this girl, she had no, um, no interest in her appearance. She was dressed so shabbily. Um, she had these old tracksuit pants on, an old top. She had a shirt hanging out. She had a cut on a lip. She had no interest in her appearance, but she was utterly fucking beautiful. She was gorgeous to look at. And her face was just alive. Now, th this time, <laughs> I was available, available to greet her. And I said, hey, how you doing? And we had this conversation. She was asking me about the bag I was carrying. And <laughs> she's saying, you should Google this and Google that. The conversation we were having, the verbal conversation we were having was mundane. But something else was going on. It was like we had our antennas up. And there was this exchange. There was this beautiful exchange. It was like the Buddha was speaking to the Buddha, you know. And we went on and we just had this mundane conversation. But it was like time, time stopped. And it was, it was, um, it was amazing. It was absolutely incredible. And then she, then she said, um, she had this little container, and she said, "I'm off to um, heat my heat my daily noodles." And she just walked off. And I watched her walked off, and I turned and I just <laughs> she when she went, you could tell she she went and she just forgot about me. She just left me there in a slipstream. She forgot about me completely. I turned around and kept walking, and I forgot about her. I just remembered it now, just now, when you said, does anyone want to share? It just popped into my head. But I wanted to share it because that, that's the contrast between when you're up the arse of self and you're not available to, come, to greet what shows up and when you are. That first occasion, there was nothing different that happened except that I wasn't available to greet, greet, greet this girl on, a, on, you know, on, a, on just on its own terms. This, this um, exchange, the second time I was. So first time I walked away completely confused and baffled and grumpy. The second time I walked off, it was just like I was walking on air. It was just, it was a beautiful exchange. And I think that exchange we have is similar to the exchange that goes on in these Zoom meetings. It's not necessarily what you're saying, Paul. You know, it's not the words. But it's like the, the fucking smoke that comes off the words, you know, and, and it just it just <laughs> weasels its way past the action figure and past the mental state's got no idea what's going on. And it's like it, it drifts up the nostrils of the Buddha, you know, and you get a little bing, bing. There's that, there's that same thought of exchange going on in these meetings. You can feel it. There's a, you can, there's a sense of it. It's beautiful to be part of, to just sit here and sense it happening. It's tangible, but it's, it's completely intangible at the same time. 
It's just so fucking mysterious and beautiful. And again, that's what happens here. You can sense it. I've been thumbing through the Course of Miracles and that, that's similar. Every now and again, you'll just come, you'll come across something that just goes, that lands, you know, that lands. And there's just the sense of it. And um, yeah, I, that's, what, I, that's what goes on here. I really sense it. You can feel it happening, sense it happening. Um, and it's beautiful to watch. And um, yeah, I'm just thankful. I'm just really thankful for everyone that turns up here and participates. And I feel a real kinship with everyone here, even though I've never really spoken to anyone. But I feel a really sort of deep connection with it. And I think that what goes on here is really, it's really special. You know, you look at you look at the world out there, and if there's one thing that the world's in denial of, it's what's true. It's what's true. But the world's not just in denial of it. It's fucking petrified of it, petrified of it. It's like, you know, it's like the thing you don't, you just don't bring up or talk, you know. Here, it's so beautiful because we all come here to, you know, we gather together and the topic of conversation is the truth. The truth, <laughs> it's so lovely just to be in presence of it. When that's the point of discussion and what everyone's here to listen to. So, I just love these things. I, I love turning up and I love being part of it. It's, a, it's, a favorite, it's my favorite time of the week. And I'm just so grateful and appreciative that it's here and that it happens. Um, yeah, and yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what I wanted to say. It's beautiful, isn't it? That's that little bit of silence there. <laughs> Isn't that gorgeous? That fucking silence. You just, well, you get, you just get that. Um, it's like that note you talk about, Paul. That, mm, that thing that never, that never started and will never end. Just a, mm, that note. <laughs> it's just beautiful, isn't it? It's tangible. You feel like you could reach out and fucking flick it and change the tone of it. It's gorgeous. Anyway, thank you. Well, thank you. Mm. Uh, I guess I should announce that we're never having another one of these after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was beautiful, Craig. Thank you. Yes, my sentiments exactly. There's always, you know, when... When something lands, it's really, uh, it's not that something, it's what it lands on. Yeah. That's what gets triggered. The something has really no apparent meaning. Something happens, so it lands, but it's the, the landing triggers the idea of being, it's sort of like, the train returns to the station, yeah. So, and that return to the station triggers the stationness, so to speak. Yes. So now the station, being a station, no, there's a knowing of the station. Yeah. So, when something lands, that it, whatever it is, isn't the primary uh, point. It's that 
that which can be landed on, yeah, that which is there, what yeah. that which is here. And sometimes they hear because it's always here. It doesn't get noticed until there's a landing on it, yeah? But that surface that things land on or that space that things enter into is always there. That's the beauty of it, yeah? So satsang, in a way, is initiating a landing to on that which is always here, yeah? Absolutely. So that in this event of, of things and events and deeds being done, this event can bring about that, the recognition of that which was landed on, yeah? Absolutely. Not the it that landed, that's secondary in a way. It's just that sense of what receives the satsang, yeah, yeah, is it, yeah, is it. It's always, always available at all times. And then in time, one way, uh, it's nice when the bell rings, yeah? And so there's the bell, yeah? So there's a ringing of a bell and uh, yeah, that's how I see it. So that's beautiful, yes, yeah. It's like um, timeless, yeah, timelessness expressing itself within time. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Because in time, there can be a flare. It can be a, a curly cue. They can be like uh, arcane writing. Yes, it, it can. There's, there's can be effects drawn out and stuff. So it's, in a way, it's actually beautiful when in time, the timelessness can be struck. Yes, it's very nice. And I feel that's what satsang is, literally. Yeah. Something that's happening in time that strikes, that strikes the timelessness in all of us. Yeah. And so you just described it and other people like, Stefan and other people have described it. And really, uh, that description was in time, something striking the timeless. Yeah. Yeah. And so when it reverberates, it has it, it, it's in the same uh, spectrum of notes, but it sounds a lot different. It has a different feeling. So you know it's coming not from time, but it's playing in time. Yeah, but it's not coming from time. It's nice. And then we all, because we're not of time, there's like an agreement. It's like when alcoholics get together because they all seem to be suffering the tyranny of this one uh, mental stream, let's say selfing. Yeah, there's a relief when we get together because we get... Uh, the commonality, not on the what's what we've all been taken over, but the other commonality that we are all that which we're looking for gets rung. Yeah. So it's a ringing in time, but it's it's a timeless. Yeah, it's cool. So the beautiful see that it would just be it unless it landed. We are that which is landed in and on. We are that space. Yeah. That's what school. So, yeah, very nice. Thank you. 
welcome, Mike. You're welcome. Thanks a lot, Craig. And there's no other hands up right now. Oops, yes, there is. Robert. And even the chime stopped for a while. Yeah, I was going to say that too. That was the interesting. Timeless, the timeless <laughs> chimes can be heard. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, but hello. Time really imply through the auspices of satsang, it's the timeless chime. Yes, doesn't it? That's what, you know, that thing when you first heard satsang and then you felt something resonated? What was that? How many times have your, has your bell been rung, but how many times does it resonate? Yeah. 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 And now we're at satsang and satsang always, in a sense, feels the same to me. Yeah. The base of it, completely the same. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, being that space, you could have a circus, you could have Circus de Soleil, you could have fucking, you know, deep, deep diving, everything could happen in the, uh, but basically they're all made available by, by that space. Yeah. And I feel that's what gets rung at these talks is that collective space that we are. Yeah. It's nice. It's, it's sort of, instead of going up to the surface to get a gulp of air, we go the other way and we drown in a sense. It's nice. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. So. And Robert, did you still want to go? Um, sure. I, I was just going to ask about, uh, well, first of all, I want to say for someone that's watched a lot of non-duality videos, I am like the most confused I've been in a long time, which is probably good. Uh, and, uh, but I wanted to ask like, when I'm here, like listening, I definitely feel like the type of like movement towards like surrender, but I've always been someone that's really like firm about self-inquiry, but what do you think about self-inquiry versus like, just like going to satsang or like not practicing or just like letting the tiger eat you per se? Well, it, what, it's really whatever works. It's not whatever works for you, but whatever is working. Yeah. And so sometimes, uh, if there's a leaning into the action figure, surrender would be probably something it could grasp easier. Yeah. The self-inquiry is if, like Ramana said, if, you, if you're wanting to see the origins of misery, self-inquiry, yes. If you want to just get relief, surrender. Uh, and self-inquiry should, should ask the one that the sense of uh, Robert that does that thinks it's into self-inquiry. <laughs> Just as who's that? Yeah. <laughs> you want to keep, see, you want every time it takes a stand, it's nice to pull the rug out from underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So whatever works. And the satsangs here, on one level, they're meant to be confusing to the mental condition. Yes, because uh, we don't want to fit the message around the mental condition. 
<laughs> That's definitely not the target. Uh, I don't believe, uh, you know, I believe the activity of Nina and the activity of Paul and Robert is really the obstructive aspect. <laughs> so we're not really trying to get the message to Robert. We're trying to get it around Robert to you, to what we are. Yeah. So Robert, I see as an obstruction in a sense. So, yeah. So confusion is a good point because uh, you should be really afraid if you're thinking you're super clear. <laughs> yeah. When the head starts telling you it's super clear, uh, watch out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I'm in Oakland, so hopefully I'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, come on over, bro. And get and uh, if you have some time, we go after the meeting to to coffee and stuff. So I hope okay. you can join. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. That'll be great. Yep. Thanks, Robert. Paul, how's your hip? My hip's a lot better. I I got to see. Uh, Yes, a lady I, I have a lot of faith in. She's worked with me years and years ago, brought me back to a state of health. I went to see her and uh, she brought about a relief already. So, yeah. It was, I sort of, I thought it was. It was, you know, there's a very big band in your body. The IT band, you know, runs up on the outside and goes around your ass. And she basically said, that's weakened because you need iron. Gave me a, some iron. Worked on my ribs. Walked out feeling a lot better. <laughs> so today it sort of bothers me. I think it's because of uh, it's been that way for eight days. So I'm, it's just unwinding. So yes, it's great. I love when there's a solution. Yeah, I do. Didn't you have a lot of time in your life where you couldn't find a solution that was actually a solution? Yeah, there's a handful of things. The last thing was the uh, probiotics. You know what my yes. problem was here, right? If, if you recall. Yeah. <laughs> Those worked. Oh, great. Yeah, it's nice when you find something that actually works. I'm going to bring some to Italy. <laughs> you don't have to inject a lot of hope into it. It just I'm going to, I'm going to bring some to Italy for Amelia. Are you going to bring some for Amelia? Great. Yeah. Oh, you like it? Good. She's doing all right, too. Yeah. We're going to be in Italy pretty, pretty One, soon. About a month, yeah. Yeah. Really and, uh, and you and Andy have their one hand up. All right. How are you doing, Paul? Good. You? Very good. Thank you. I kind of wonder what would be your idea about, uh, you know, when, you, when we selfie, we forgot our God right so uh what what would be your opinion about uh old time and selfie can you say that again the last part i missed it though yeah what would be your idea about old time time and selfie like alzheimer's disease yeah oh, alzheimer's disease yeah disease yeah i don't know i haven't had a a lot of direct contact with it. 
Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I'm not, uh, I don't have an opinion really of it. I feel, I, I believe, uh, the mental state is going to run out sooner or later. It's now starting to run out sooner. Yeah. For some folks, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't, uh, we lost a friend of ours, Z, and at the end, he was, I'd go over to him and he was telling me he beat his son in tennis. And I went, table tennis? I was wondering, because he was bedridden. And then he just went into a dream state. And he was saying, oh, I'm going to meet you at the airport tomorrow. And we just went along with it. And he was like a happy kid. So I thought that was merciful, really. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, it's sort of like when people die, they don't experience it. Other people do. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of times we're talking about the other people's experience with someone who has Alzheimer's. You know, I think some of them have probably feel a great relief, really. Yeah, I do. I, but I'm again. I don't. I'm not in that senior citizen center yet. So <laughs> I don't have Milton down the hall or anyone yet. <laughs> it may yeah. be coming. So. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I I know that when you say things, you forget about God. You know. So by forgetting about God, right? And, oh, about and you, God. Right, and you have Alzheimer's oh. disease. That means that you really, you know, forget completely about God there. And well, I don't, think God, I don't think God needs to be remembered if it's God, so to speak. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, the idea of I forgot is based on something I don't believe. I don't believe we have to remember it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The idea of uh, getting it, it just has such a self-centered spin. Now you'll feel guilty about uh, not remembering it. You know? So it just, it just goes on and on. So yeah. I, uh, I, ha I'm, I have a strange suspicion right underneath the surface is what's looking. <laughs> You could call it God or whatever, but uh, we're like little little water bubbles <laughs> bouncing around. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, and the beautiful point, when that water bubble gets popped, there's not a moment that it's still a water bubble and can say, I got popped. <laughs> the whole water bubbleness stops immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't think uh I think I think quote unquote God's gonna really rush up on you <laughs> at a certain point <laughs> that yeah. you're gonna have to clearly realize it's whoops, it's it's me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel that, yes. So yeah. yeah. So forgetting God. Well, you could say forgetting God is the act of obsession with self. 
yeah. And if you want to look at it as a dual, a dual structure, the, uh, the act of obsessing over self would be a, a seeming forgetting of God, yeah? Yeah, so when you lose interest in self, there's a gaining interest in that which you may call God. You, self isn't going to be the director of that interest. So there's a loss of interest in self, yeah? Yeah. While you're up the ass of self, then you think God is probably based on you remembering and you forgetting, which makes you the bigger God, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine that God could be forgotten? <laughs> that could only be by another God. Eh? <laughs> I mean, it would be hard to, to call it not to see that there's a role being played of God concerning the topic God. I, a.k.a. God, has forgotten God. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty arrogant stance. Eh? <laughs> or worse than that is I can remember. <laughs> it's hard to remember what's always here. It's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to forget it. <laughs> For you to have the joy of remembering, you'd have to believe you forgot it. <laughs> what happens is maybe that goes on for 80 years. <laughs> you made a deal. I want to remember God. All right. To do that, I've got to forget it. Whoops. <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't want it to last 80 years. I just wanted to try it for a second. <laughs> I forgot that I I forgot God. <laughs> this is what we call an AA uh, playing God yeah, in recovery. This is the head playing God. There's no God unless I remember it. That's <laughs> uh, something. But the Alzheimer's, uh, you know, in the past, probably people that went into Alzheimer's, they were called saints. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they yeah. would be like, and I've heard a lot of people, their personality gets a lot better when there's a loss of it. Yeah. They were angry, mean people, and now they're like little kids and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like an upgrade to me. Yeah. 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 I don't know how I'm telling you, most of us, we're always looking at someone else's experiences from us. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how, it, you know, it would be in a way. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of them smile a lot more than they were known to smile before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, super excited about, you know, having a cookie and they have memories of eating that same cookie and brings them a smile. What the, to me, that's mercy, isn't it? Yeah. Beautiful gift, I feel. Now us, our reactions to it can be, I've lost, I've lost Uncle Bill or something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so forgetting God. Alzheimer's. Thank you. That was a pretty good. Uh, yeah. 
I wish I would have, not really, but it would be interesting to know more about Alzheimer's, you know, maybe. Right, right. Sort of how, uh, because people seemingly are living longer. And I think uh, it's like certain Toyotas or something. You got to change the timing belt. Right. Definitely before 100,000 miles or they just break. Yeah. So maybe (laughs) it's just sort of like a new... They've realized when the when the Toyota gets that old, you, you, the timing belt breaks. Who knows? Yeah. 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 We, we don't have too much, you know, uh, to say about old time because uh, that's something that not too many people experience, experience you know, in everyday yeah. life. So it is hard to know the, the life that they're living you know, and say something about it. And just see people uh, uh, around me sometimes, you know, wonder uh, who they are or what the family yeah. are and stuff like that. And I say, well, that means that they forgot about God too because they cannot recognize, you know. I think a lot of times when those people get afraid that they've lost who they are, they went back into self, yeah. When they were when they were out of self, they weren't afraid. They were just probably having fun and looking at something. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's when the head had took another gasp of life. It showed up. Oh, I'm losing myself. <laughs> yeah, I truly be- I believe that. I believe yeah. a lot of people are in incredible states, and then there's a reverting back to the mental state, and the mental state has a whole different story about that incredible state. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a possibility. I'm losing myself. I'm losing yeah. all of my identity. Great. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. might be the best thing that can happen to anybody, probably. Who knows? Yes, who knows? I mean, we're the last people to freaking have any, you know, like they say in The Course of Miracles, there's a lot of unhealed healers, you know? So, so yeah. Jesus Christ, I mean, yeah. yeah. But uh, it'd be interesting to study in a way. Yeah. Maybe it's not, maybe they're having the same amount percentage wise, it's just more information's flowing around, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But maybe back then, if you started showing signs of that, you retired to a cave. And you just became you became a saint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the people looked different on you know. I mean, really, yeah. if you see some people in India who are recognized as saints, you would think they're from Sixth and Market on San Francisco, you know, um, from uh, the Tenderloin or the Bowery. It yeah. has a lot to do with the the cultural conditions. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I went to Ramana's place, we climbed the mountain, you know, the famous mountain Ramana Maharshi lived at. I don't want to blow the name, Arunchala or something. And so we went to a cave where there was this woman there, a crazy woman, had a Western attendee and another attendee. And she would have been, she would have been in an insane asylum in America, for sure. If she was walking around Novato, California, she would have been arrested in a couple of hours. So she was just going off and she'd throw rice at you and you came in and then you'd walk up to her and she put, she was on a ledge of the cave. 
she put a big toe on your third eye and <laughs> you know it was great it was great in that venue somewhere else you know they would have been heavily sedating her in about five minutes <laughs> so, I mean seriously there was a lot of joy in it and you know she had two attendees that weren't wearing white. I mean, they were living in the cave with her, but she wouldn't be able to deal with life herself. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't go to every job interview and throw rice at the people. <laughs> Put my big toe on your head. No, you know? Yeah, so. <laughs> I hope that there's more understanding about that event with the Alzheimer's and maybe there's a better way of uh, not putting our ideas on the person right. or the seeming person. Yeah. So yeah, I, I got a, there's a perfect movie recommendation along the lines of what you and we are saying, the art of forgetting with Julianne Moore. Oh, it's a whole movie that gives mm -hmm. beautiful yeah. context. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, exactly. I'll probably saying. forget that movie. Yeah, you know, remind you. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a master of the art of forgetting. It's just I haven't mastered what to forget. It's just a blanket forgetting. It's, it's one of the it's one of the first uh, uh, depictions of like uh, of showing me that memory is the first riches. There are no other riches. It's everything else is based on like wanting to have a memory of yourself of things of people your personality yes without, great yeah i mean it's just excellent art of forgetting yes i think that's right thanks andrew and andy uh, and bruce thank you uh, his hand up hi uh, hello everyone nice to see you bruce well for the last five or ten minutes there talking exactly uh, what had come to mind for me also. Uh, having re retired five years ago, uh, walking off the job, my ident the identity that I was under uh, no longer existed. You know, I had a little, little uh, insight, you know, adjustment period so the sense of no self it's like today I, I spent at least five minutes trying to get on the thursday meeting <laughs> before <I realized laughs> it's not thursday <laughs> that's good so, yes and then being isolated to where the only identity left was you know my walks in nature and you know online streaming uh, live streaming chat um and and you know this i mean um so it's like there's having no sense of identity you know as a person yet and, and it being in the present i mean what thought can i have about anything um so yeah my mind it, it's like it's it's empty it's blank but th everything just comes as needed and you know that's all I can, I can say I mean you do this all the time you've been doing it for quite a while quite some time and uh, I would never consider myself um, to be you know a teacher in a sense I mean I've just accumulated a lot of you know the dogma 
And uh, oh, so originally what what triggered me here was with the attraction to 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 this um, meeting was that I, I spent my whole life, you know, finding holes or poking holes in everything. <laughs> and uh, it became apparent immediately that I, there was no getting around your mess, the message that you were delivering. There was no getting around it. <laughs> and it's the first time I, I felt that. Um, you know, and having a, a sense of no control my whole life, you know, since, you know, my experience as a youngster. So anyway, the import of all this and what's going on, it seems to me like everyone's kind of going through the same thing now. And uh, that whole experience runs parallel with you there, you know, the nine years um, after NAA and then someone presented the Course in Miracles and even non-duality I didn't become aware of until uh, Omuji was where it started off with. But uh, the Zoom, you know, where there's this collective, um, happening, you know, occurring to, to my sense of a person or identity that I relate with, you know, while I'm still here as a, you know, in this form anyway. So thank you all for, for giving me that because other than this, <laughs> you know, well, I, I, have, I know of no else. So thanks. Thank you. Oh, great. Thank you, Bruce. And Greg hit everything right on the, you know, he hit everything right on the nose. Yes, yeah. very nice. Yeah. Yes. And that, that I feel touched with that share, sharing. Yeah. And yes. you, and you, and you're very conducive to that. It's opening up, opening up nice. Thanks. Thank you, Bruce, very much. Yes. Yeah, I better get my Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, laugh and cry at the joy. same time. The tears of joy. <laughs> yeah, very nice, Bruce. Yeah, I thought that was very conducive. Everyone, yeah. thank you. you. You're, you know, you passed. You're, you're in my mind. <laughs> you're all of you. You're in my mind all the time. Yeah. Yes. All right, I'm going to say goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that remind that triggers a the thing of the course with the, uh, you know, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. I don't like the word dream, but you and I are the dreaming of the dream. Uh, we're going to dream ourselves out of it. And as we do, the dream will get happier. Yeah. So all these years of trying to take something off and shit, and then over time, it just loosens up. Yeah, and just sort of falls off on its own. So the dream gets happier. The idea that there's a uh, an adversary that has to be defeated or some it's that's all like shadow boxing and duality, really. <laughs> Seriously. And uh, yeah, 
Bruce's, that's what Bruce's share hit me with me. Yeah. So he's just walking down the path, how long or how short it is and shit's falling away. Yeah. Quite nice. You didn't have to tear it off or, or rip it off or be vigilant for not for it to come back. Just no, the whole, yeah, the interest just flattens out and yeah, quite nice. It's a nice feeling to have or to, or to be had by really. Yeah. 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 So thanks. Thanks for the shares. Yes. The uh, Alzheimer, my Andrew and Andy, and I know the wife is lurking around somewhere. <laughs> she's hiding here someplace. Yes, she, she is, like always. I can, I can <laughs> sense the presence. She doesn't look beautiful as, as always, and they just want to show her face. No, I'm here, Paul. Ah. How are you? <laughs> Good. Nice to hear. Nice to see you, honey. Nice to see you. Very it's nice. It's a very pleasure for us to see you, yeah. Great. Very nice, yes. Great. And we have Holly now. I mean, oh, Holly. Holly. Holly, don't get, hey, don't get me in that. <laughs> Hi, Paul. Hi, everyone. Hi. It's Haley, Holly, whatever okay. you want to say. It's it's Hallie, but whatever. Hallie, there you go. Hallie. I was going to say, like, it's like Allie, just add the H. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. a simple way. Anyway, fine. I just want to come on and say thank you, really. I've been, I was away for a few weeks just doing the recordings and there's such a big difference showing up and actually just being here with you all. And I'm relatively new, but wow. It's just like hitting like a comet really. And it's pretty great. And, um, the past two shares have been, I guess they called me to share. I almost had a deja vu as Bruce was getting off. It was like I had, I kind of knew that I would raise my hand. So, and what he said about, what Bruce said about um, the retirement and kind of losing a sense of identity and I'm not retired, but you know, the past few years have been a, a big change where you you I lose I lost the mirrors that I was used to having on a daily basis reflections back on how I'm doing and you know um, that sucked for a long time but then I found this family really and I loved what you said Paul about instead of coming up from air we're we're kind of going in the reverse direction. Yes. And um, yeah, there's not even really much. I'm having even, I'm not, I don't even know how to move really at this point. I'm kind of in this, I don't, the difference between being and doing, and you, you speak so much about service and I thought service was something else back, you know, just, even months ago and I guess there is kind of maybe a moment of just I don't fucking know <laughs> I don't really know I don't know what's right 
what's wrong, what's up, what's down, what's side to side. But I know I guess um, what heart and community community feels like, or what I know what feeling right feels like, you know? And um, someone else had mentioned, um, I think the person, the first person who shared talked about how society kind of gives it like this kind of blocks this sense of what is here, you know, when we come together in these groups. And um, I guess there's nothing really to do about that. But as a person still moving and shaking in society, I kind of wonder what is there to do? What is, what is my doing? I don't know if any of this is making sense. I'm kind of all over the place, but um, I guess I'm all over the place. And I don't share a lot because I like taking it in, but maybe a lot of people are kind of going through these times where there's kind of a extended pause and an extended point of confusion. And I suppose that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well. Wonderful night, yes. You'll feel directed, honey. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. there'll be a sense of not only being moved by the wind, but in intimacy with the wind. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, definitely, my idea of what a Zoom would be uh, uh, would not have been able to fit around what's actually happened with the Zooms. Yeah. So let it continue. (laughs) It's working. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for laughing, but Gary just corrected me that I, I did probably get the movie name wrong. It's still Alice. Not, <laughs> I, think <the> art, <laughs> I think the art of forgetting is a poem that it that it cites. <laughs> that was way, that's way off base. Still Alice. And so I definitely have some I have some kind of the art of forgetting. But, I have some kind of cognitive decline, but I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, find it I was uh that would have been difficult to get to the one from the other. Yeah. <laughs> forgetting Adam, forgetting Amelia, forgetting Alicia, forgetting. <laughs> so. so thank you, Gary, for having my back. 
<laughs> so still, what is it? Still, still Alice. Alice is the still Alice. Yeah. Julianne. <laughs> I beg to differ, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not still Alice. No. All right. I really like to see that tonight. Good. Yeah. yeah. I think you like it. Have to convince Amelia. <laughs> um, uh, Andrew. Julianne and Moore is a very yeah. good actress. Julianne Moore, I think. Very yeah, good actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew and Andy, did you? Hey, yeah, Paul, I just wanted to ask him real quick something. So uh, I just had a question, Paul. I got two young kids, and um, I just never heard your your take on like, um, you know, as a parent, you always want, you want the best for your children, and you want them to you know travel lighter, you know, your wishes for them to you know be able to grow up and and, and not be affected by, you know, the selfing and everything. What's your idea on? on being a parent and kind of uh, trying to raise your children in the way that, you know, it's best for them. Yeah. First of all, I've never had kids, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't have, I don't have Alzheimer's yet. <laughs> I don't have, and I don't think I've ever had kids. Maybe if, the same thing that happened with Craig, it may be a forgotten daughter, who knows, when she comes up to me, right? Dad, <laughs> no, but uh, so I don't know. I feel, uh, you know, everyone has their own trajectory, yeah? Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't, again, Amelia has four, four children. They're getting older now. And, uh, you know, I'm not in that club really. So I don't <laughs> feel like I can share clearly about it because the biological connection changes a lot of stuff. Yes. And, uh, so I couldn't do it justice, really. Yeah. But, yeah. But uh, I feel like I think, you know, I was mostly affected by my parents' condition. So stay in good condition as best okay. you can. Yeah. Because I remember when my father got ill, uh, that was very, uh, of course, because of the self-centeredness, I thought I had done something to cause it. Yes. As a kid. And uh, yeah, I think the best thing parents can be really is just to be healthy themselves. I don't mean physically healthy. Some people can't be, but I mean healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the kid really reads a, a lot more than you know, based on what you're saying, not, no, you know, what you are instead of what you say. Yeah. So. I would feel that would be because uh, that's been my experience as a kid, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah. like I could see the way self is taken over in their life, like a child seven years old and you can see the behavior of the mind working already. Yeah. And it's like, you know, dealing with it and trying to kind of coach him to, you know, understand that, you know, calm down you know certain times and just like 
take a breath, you know, like if he gets upset or something. So it's like, you know, that even happens to us as adults. It's like, you know. Yeah. I think the best thing is to, you know, do the best and uh, stay out of the outcome business, you know, but I'm sure All right. the yeah, biological, that biological like uh, steroid, I don't know. I've never had that connection. Right. I've had the connection as a kid to a parent. Yeah. So I can speak from there, but not the other. I do like that, though, what you said, the outcome, because that is kind of what even makes you question it uh, thinking about the outcome that could happen <laughs> yes yes and that's that's none of our that's beyond our pay scale yeah you can just do the best you can and uh, we learn that in recovery you know, because people obviously uh there's a crazy weatherman forecasting shit all day up in the head and it's talk about fake news i would say that's fake news and uh, I just have great, you know. Yeah. yeah, it was very weird. Like most people that knew me, they had given up all hope, yes, for me to get sober or to me just to fucking live, continue to live. And yet it had happened, yeah. So who am I to say, yeah, I'm a real believer in not, trying to save people from their bottoms. It can be a disservice. Now, obviously the biological and the love of a child and a parent, I've seen parents who have come to the realization that they can't get their kids sober. Yeah, it just doesn't work that way. So I've Mm -hmm. seen, uh, and total huge programs have come from that, Al-Anon and Codependency Anonymous and all this stuff is, you know, that wanting to keep people that we love away from shit, really. Yeah. And yet, sometimes the trajectory is you got to step in shit. Yeah. So I don't know. But, and then yeah. Some, yeah, sometimes I've thought about it, like I can get rid of my, the thought of my girlfriend's easy to overcome, you know, my money, my health, but like my kids is like yeah. the biggest one. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's that whole, that thing, you know, I've, I've seen it, I've watched it, but I don't think I can do it justice. I don't have it. I didn't have it. Yeah. I really feel, yeah, strong about that. So, but thanks, man. Just, yeah. Those kids are watching you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Your father and your mom. And this is what happens. I think that's the real communication. The other stuff. Yeah, so, you know, like if there's love in the family, I think they pick it up. When when I was young, it seemed like I moved into a boarding house because we were from Irish. They weren't very emotionally available. So it was sort of like, who are these people? I don't know who they are. So it's very strange. I had three brothers and sisters. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of that, you being healthy, uh, sort of can be a very good effect of them being healthy. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So I think I'll leave it at that. Thank you, though. All right. Thanks. And I actually have another recommendation of a book, a little one called The Anatomy of Peace, that is exactly about 
turning tables on thinking that your kid has something wrong with them and and investigating the health right. of yourself. Thanks. Perfect. And let me translate it. that. It's like <laughs> it's really it's right the gods of war. <laughs> yeah, not the anatomy of peace. It's the gods <laughs> of war. <laughs> and and, uh, and Gary mentioned in chat that there's the author that wrote Still Alice has a book. So thank you, Gary. I, I might look at that. Oh, still has a book. Yeah. Has another has another book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and part right. of the title of that book is The Art of Forgetting. Oh, all right. So now we've come around full circle. All right. <laughs> it was the book. So when I went to the library and I asked for Still Alice, I couldn't get the book. And when I went to the video store and asked for Forgetting Alice, whatever, I couldn't get the movie. <laughs> whatever. <There you> go. <laughs> all right. Anyone else tonight? Uh, no, other, no other hands showing. What time is it? Is it uh, uh, 11.30? I think we can end now, eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, let's do that. It was very nice. I want to say Andrew and Andy and the lovely wife, I'm very happy to see you guys. Thank you. Thank you for sharing and Blessings yes. to your children and everything. Yeah. Thank you. We got Mike. Hold on a second. The cat's. Uh... When the cat My comes cat. in, the mosquitoes come in. So My uh... cat just got a mouse in her mouth. <laughs> oh, really? I had to wow. go chase her because she, she doesn't bite it. She just plays with it. So I had a, I had a cat. Where's Paul? This sour cat caught a bat with the trip. Huh? What? A bat. And she brought it in the house, and then it looked like I didn't know what it was, and I touched it, then it moved its wings. It was a trip. Oh my God. I never heard yeah. of that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait until Greg right. that. So, let's see. Uh, David from Down Under. Nice to see you. Send our regards to Stephanie. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she's been watching a few of your uh, other ones, Paul, but like the 12 step stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. I'll say good day. Thanks very much to you and everybody. Uh, yes. Stuart, as always, another ASEAN. There's Judith from Hawaii. The place is complete. Looks beautiful. Thank yes. you, Paul. Thank nice you for the talk. It was just beautiful. You're beautiful. Thank you. Very nice night. Yes. It's so nice to come and see you on, on Zoom again. It's always good, honey. Yep. Put down that nail gun. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's right here in the living room. <laughs> you want to see it? <laughs> She's got the nail gun. Here she goes. Here's my nail gun, Paul. Remember what they said. From the nail gun <laughs> point of view, all you see is hammers. <laughs> uh, yeah. So much easier than the hammer. I don't think I can deal with the hammer. Uh, all right. All right. Don't use that for anything other than, you know, yeah, walls and shit. After carry. All right. Carry. Yes. Yeah. Just one. <laughs> just one in the right buttocks. 
Yeah. We got William S. Nice to see you, William. Yeah. Yes. Tyler, nice to see you. You're in Mendocino now. Yeah, I'm in uh, near Point Arena. Oh, great, bro. Nice up there. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. Yeah. Point Arena, I think, had a very nice surfing place, if I remember. Yeah, we got, a, we, there's, we got a few, but there's a bunch of sharks, so don't come over here. No, no, no. Tons of sharks. No, Point Arena was a long, long slog, but yeah. right yeah. up here you could catch it. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was Point Arena. All right, okay. nice to see you, bro. Stay in touch. Andrew and Andy, again, Anu, always a pleasure. We got Robert E. Nice to see you, Robert. Craig, thank you for your share, bro. You started the magic off tonight. That was nice. You and and everyone else. Yeah. We got Gary C. And Gary looks like he's wow. You could be in the movie Insidious. <laughs> which really is the autobiography of Cassius Clay. But look it up, Insidious. <laughs> okay, another recommendation. <laughs> Kathleen, confused and happy. See, Robert, maybe you should talk to Kathleen. She's been confused for quite a while, yet she's happy about it. It's very nice. Kathleen G. Stefan on having never left, as always. Susanna. Susanna. Oh, Susanna. Yeah. We've got uh, we got these folks. We did this already. Oh, Angie. Yes, the smiling woman from the great province of uh, Ontario, I think. Yes? Yes. Good. We got Bruce. Bruce. Yes. Beautiful, Bruce. Yeah. Yes. Very nice. We've got uh, a phone. Oh, Mia. Mia from Australia via Greece. Susan K, my latte lady. Deborah from Alberta. There she is. Mia took an appearance. Miss Amelia. She's in the other room, I think. Uh, I'm not going to blow H's name. Haley. Yes, not bad. Oh, uh, Howley, Howley, because I walked down an alley. Howley, all right. That's hopefully in there. Uh, let's see who else is here. I think that's it. Oh, we got Stacy, Stacy L. I had the, the great privilege to meet Stacy a long time ago. She came up to Northern California and it was, yes. Say hello to your, your husband and the kids and everything. Great. I'll see you soon, too. That's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, uh, Alan, oh, nice to see you, Alan. Not seeing you, but nice to see you. Uh, I think that's it. Hey, listen, thank you. We'll be here tomorrow and Saturday live and Zoom at 1 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, 